Hi, you're listening to the Sermon Recording Podcast of Awaken Church. Awaken is a church of missional communities whose vision is to see individuals experience healing through the gospel, be raised to their fullest potential among community, and sent out to live a life on mission. You can find out more online at awakenvb.com. And if you live in Hampton Roads, we invite you to check out our worship gathering in the Haygood area of Virginia Beach, Saturday evenings at 5 p.m. Thank you for listening. naturally inclined as a person to believe something when something seems well intended or can be well sourced. A good friend of mine, Pastor Jeff at Awaken Church several months ago preached on this exact topic about there are two types of people in the world, people who are natural believers where they're more inclined to believe something that seems to make sense to them. And then you also have people who are natural doubters who seem to wrestle with things and want to deconstruct them to ask questions. Someone who's a natural doubter doesn't deconstruct just for deconstruction's sake. Their desire is to take something apart, to wrestle with it, and with hopes of rebuilding it again. They want to take something and really learn about it and make sure that for them, they're able to stand firm on what they believe at the end of the process. Regardless of which camp you fall into, the reality is all of us fall into one of those two areas. And within the paradox of the gospel, we oftentimes feel like we're wrestling with what is true or untrue. throughout Jesus' teachings, we come face to face with people who fall into both of these camps. We meet people who blindly follow Jesus' teachings, and we also meet people who wrestle with things Jesus says and have a hard time just simply going with the flow. When I read about the doubters in Scripture, my first thought is to accuse them of not having enough faith. They're not trusting really what is being presented to them. And maybe it's really my own lack of faith or trust that's really revealed in that moment. I accept something so easily it can appear on the surface to be faith or trust but if I'm honest a lot of times it is because I'm scared to really unpack it in fear that I might unravel way more than just one thing this is one of the core issues that I've had to unlearn and relearn as a follower of Jesus I have friends and people close to me that allow me to safely explore what it looks like now to be a natural believer but also deconstruct This is honestly one of the many personal paradoxes that I've had to come to learn about myself on my journey as a follower of Jesus. But unfortunately, some of these journeys were forced upon me due to circumstances or situations in my life that I really had no control over. I wish I didn't have to unlearn something that honestly has become so critical in my exploration. Maybe I would have never known how to practice this so well or invited people to safely help me through it had it not been forced upon me. But for a lot of people, myself included, there's honestly been little space within Christian community for people to ask hard questions, really learning what it means to wrestle with so-called truths in a safe way. And maybe you felt that way before. The reality though, this isn't a new 
problem. This is something that we see similar dynamics within the scriptures, within the Pharisees and the religious leaders. And then all of a sudden, Jesus breaks into the scene and refuses to simply accept the way things have always been. What appears at times to be a rebel spirit to us as we read the scriptures was just simply someone who was okay living into the gray areas, stepping out into the mess, being willing to color outside the lines. It made a lot of people uncomfortable, but really, is it that different today? Paradox can be defined as something that seems absurd or contradictory, but when investigated, may prove to actually be true. Jesus welcomes this investigation into the follower's life. He invites the curious to explore, not just simply accept. In Matthew 11, we see Jesus teaching in a crowd, and towards the end of it, he talks about this very dynamic of both the believer and the doubter. But at first glance, we can read it to validate this idea of just simply accepting truths and then in turn rejecting the doubter's journey. Jesus speaks directly against the towns where he had been performing miracles just prior to this. And he spent time there, yet the people in that town refused to have their hearts and minds changed. He goes on then to pray and thank his Father in heaven for keeping things hidden from those who they thought were being wise and clever while instead revealing the truth to those who were acting childlike in their faith. This childlike faith that Jesus speaks about in the Gospels is not just simply a blind faith. I honestly laugh every time I think about that, now having a child of my own, because not just simply about obeying and going with it. Maybe you've had a kid yourself or you've been around children before. You know that every time you interact with them, they love to ask the question, why? Why this? Why that? They want to understand the why. And this isn't from a place of wanting to challenge something, but yet really from a place of trying to understand. Yet, how quickly do we really as adults shoot this line of thinking down? We want and desire this unquestioned obedience. But if we're honest, this actually reflects our lack of patience and not the fault of the child or the childlike faith. Jesus is okay with the childlike questions. Jesus is okay for us to ask the why questions. Jesus is okay with a childlike question, but for those whose motives are to destroy and not learn, tear apart instead of take apart, Jesus says the truth will not be fully understood or revealed to them. They can't see what they don't have the proper lenses for. Then Jesus goes one step further and creates a safe space for all who want to follow him. He looks the crowd in the eyes and he says, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. He says this to create a safe place for all. If you're exhausted and you're carrying this heavy load, bring it to me and lay it down. Rest, this is safe, breathe. And then Jesus goes on to explain the tension between our wrestling and the rest through the paradox. He uses the example of a yoke and he says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear 
and the burden I give you is light. This idea of the yoke would have been a common farm tool that everyone was familiar with. What makes this so beautiful is that if we want to find rest, we have to embrace the restriction of what appears to be the yoke. The yoke keeps us attached to the source, but it's the only safe place for us because we know the one walking with us. We can't be a believer or a doubter and safely wrestle through these things in our lives without leaning on our partner. The Spirit walks with us, carrying the weight of it all with us so that we don't unravel in the process. The burden is light because we have nothing to fear in the journey when we walk and we're yoked with the Spirit. Our faith will only grow in this process, but when we are not yoked and we're not attached, we begin to deconstruct and honestly destroy. And these become a, a simple collection of pieces at the end, but not a faith journey and one that restores our soul and brings rest to our weariness. When we are yoked with a stronger partner, we end up walking step in step with them, yet they end up carrying most of the weight in the process. We learn what it means to let go. We learn what it means to let them carry the heavy load while we find rest in our souls. We learn to realize that it's safe for us to ask questions, to wrestle, to journey. Whether you're a believer or a doubter, you learn there's safety being attached to the yoke because the spirit carries with us the heavy load. We begin to let go and realize that each of these things that we've been wrestling with are now safe. We don't have to fear unraveling in the process. We can still doubt, we can still ask the questions, but the rest that we find is given when we learn to trust the Spirit through a yoked faith. So whether you're a doubter or a believer, may you find safety in the yoke of Jesus. May you release the heavy burdens that you're carrying. May you trust that Jesus is safe and you won't unravel in asking questions. And may you discover the yoked faith is one that unlocks the journey for all of us. What ways do we see Jesus making space for both the doubters and those with faith like a child during his ministry? Which of these two groups do you more closely identify with?
How can your missional community better imitate Jesus in making space for both the certain and the doubters? Thank you.